there in the realms of the living. Welcome to Thrones of Game, the only Game of Thrones podcast where we watch the series backwards. Now, if you've never heard the show before, well, let me be your guide. I'm your host, BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show, but joining me is Elliot Joe Neal, the only man on Earth to watch Game of Thrones in reverse order. Elliot, how are you, buddy? Well, I'm doing pretty fine tonight, thank you. Indeed, we are doing fine tonight. In fact, we're about to crack into another episode this was season six episode seven the broken man elliot what just happened oh well in this episode i had a feeling that would be your response because uh <laughs> another um talky heavy episode well, I'm this one throwing all my energy at the beginning it's <laughs> gonna burn out brilliantly but brightly that's okay. Uh, it might be nice to have a shorter episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, um, man, there's not even all that much what happened for me to explain, like, so people know which episode this is. The biggest run I can really say is this is the other cold open that we mentioned a few epi- episodes back, mm. uh, you know, where we basically start with a bunch of people building a church, and we're all like, well, why is this happening? And then we see the Hound is still alive, which to you is meaningless! <laughs> yeah, what? What's this big reveal? It's this character that I'm very familiar with. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I remember the first time watching this through it was like oh what no what no and then it's like oh he's back which again much like the other cold open that we had I, my problem is that it gives it away entirely it's like mm. oh it's happening before the credits this must be important nudge nudge like well you know if this has just happened normally uh it just it, it telegraphed itself too much and that really bums me out a little bit yeah for an episode that actually like you said there's not like a big event this isn't a battle of the bastards and whatever and yeah. you know there's a bunch of wheel spinning going ar- around this single event it's just all wheel spinning and to front load your biggest thing is yeah i think they wanted that shock to carry over the rest of the episode i suppose and what i really liked is all the things that are clear indicators that nothing is going to go wrong whatsoever yeah. you hear that that's a happy version of the theme song all these people work together to build a church golly gee nothing's gonna go wrong here Ah, <laughs> uh, and yeah with the boss with the big beautiful blue eyes and you know yep. he's got you know a cheerful authoritative oh now hurry on you <laughs> life is grand yeah, he's all reassuring oh you know violence is a disease and you don't get rid of violence by spreading it to other people you don't get it from being dead either (laughs) good old hound with the best lines no this was uh ian mcshane who is a boss oh that's ian mcshane yeah he's uh most known for deadwood i think uh most recently in american gods yeah he's he's one of those actors that pops up you're like i know you from things you're that guy who's in stuff you got Mm. like a face (laughs) yeah yeah, well, I thought he did well as the guy who may as well have had every single line be, and tomorrow is my retirement. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, I'm so close to retirement, getting settled down with the kids, and uh, finally see him off to college just in two days. Yeah, that. Because there's like, again, they were, they were all working. He's like, oh, look, people smiling. Nothing bad is going to happen here! <laughs> Yeah. We're a tiny little town of people and we're building stuff and nothing happy, wrong. Happy, happy, happy. Nothing's going wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Smurfs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, should we continue through the episode or should we just talk about them until we're out? <laughs> uh, yeah, because, look, uh, like I said, this is so wheel spinny. Like, I even decided to start taking note because there are. S- uh, I just wanted to know how many different threads we're following in this episode. Mm-hmm. I counted seven different threads, like yeah. seven different uh, character arcs going on in this one what, thing. What would you have out of curiosity? Oh, the seven different ones. Why did you just tally them? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we had, yeah, John trying to recruit people. 
We had Cersei being Cersei. Yeah. Cuntish. So, yeah, I'm tying that in with Sassy Grandma and that Sassy Grandma's queen. back! Yeah! <laughs> oh, and, oh, man, she did not disappoint. Yeah, I, I mean, I forget what her actual name. Her title's like the Lady of Thorns. Dope name, but Sass Queen is better. Oh, is that why she gave her the rose picture? Uh, that's the symbol of their house. So that is, so, you know, this is the part where Marjorie Tyrell, who's not exploded at this point, mm. is all like, oh, I'm a good little girl of the faith now and don't want to do anything against the gods. And then, you know, Sass Queen is all like, wake up, you dickwad. Stop yeah. being a cult member and come home with me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's all, she sneaks to the, you know, the little slip of paper, which, yeah, that's their symbol of their house. So that's kind of saying, I'm still me. Yeah. I'm still your granddaughter. You know, they're. Simple as the flower, their wor- their words are grow strong. Not the best words, but I still think the Lannisters' official slogan of hear me roar is very Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought the whole giving the rose thing was very poison because I just thought it was a reference to every rose has its thorn. Ah, could be. <laughs> could be. Uh, yeah, so we, we all love a bit of Sass Queen, but was this your MVP? Oh, or God, in this one, do you have an LVP for least valuable part? Well, actually, MVP was Sandy Klingon. Like mm. he had a really good understated performance. Um, yeah, I think I, I think he really did have like a very rage-filled guy who's just calming down because he has to or yeah. trying to, and the, he knows the world won't let him. Just when he's out, he gets dragged back in. Yeah, because I've seen him a bit as a, you know, remorseless cunt, mm-hmm. and to see him sort of be good because there's good people around, and he knows yeah. there's only good intentions, and, you know. Yep. They just want to build a nice chapel and be happy and yeah, la, 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 and give sermons about joy and hope and nothing bad is going to happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, especially that campfire sadist just like uh, he's li- listing all of his fucking crimes in, in, in the past. Mm-hmm. You need an anarchist, I'd do it. If you wanted to someone to graffiti the walls, I was there with a can of spray paint. You wanted a baby killer? Oh, I'll kill that baby. Yeah, watch me. It's not because I was strong. It's cause, and I do like his speech. He's all like, no, it's not because I was strong. It's because I was weak and I was just scared. Other people would see me as weak. So I did all the terrible things I was asked of me. Mm. Yeah, fair enough, a little bit. In fact, we get a few little uh, religious um, back and forths. Oh, it's so over Tony. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a nice little bit between Marjorie Tyrell and the High Sparrow, which starts off, you know, reasonably well, because he's all like, you know, she's like, uh, I used to help the poor out, but that's because I pitied them and I never really loved them. And he's like, yeah, to be fair, they're hard to love because they're basically us, except mm. without all our, you know, fine things. And it's easy to think, is that all I am when you know, you strip everything away? But then he goes on to say, uh, Congress does not... does. Congress does not require the desire on wom- the woman's behalf. You should mm. bang your husband and give us an air, no matter how you feel. It's like, ooh, boo, you would get so cancelled these days. <laughs> Game off cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> Just him. Sparrow yeah. off cancelled. I'm suddenly slightly happier. You got blowed up. Yeah. <laughs> but no, as far as um, most value, like, I mean, they work pretty good, like, little performances. Like, of course, Bear Island Girl kicks ass. Ah, oh, God. Yeah. Like a boss. Fucking <laughs> Lady Mormon. Mm. Bear Island Girl, don't you? The number of times I wrote down like a boss in this episode. <laughs> really? Like you had some more most valuable players? Uh, I mean, not my most valuable. We'll go through my like a boss moments. Uh, I think <laughs> Jamie Lannister rocking up to the siege of uh, the, Tull- the Tully Fortress, oh, yeah. wherever we are. You know, and he's got this whole, you're doing everything wrong and you suck. And the guy's like, eh, who the hell are you? He's like, well, I'm, you know, because they threatened to kill what's his face. Uh, if they don't open up the bridges and they don't, he's like, well, only an idiot 
makes a threat that he's not willing to follow through on. For instance, if I say <laughs> I'll punch you if you don't shut up and you keep talking, we'll see what happens. What the fuck you slap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, that's how you get it done. <laughs> I will pitch slap the next person that says what? What? Bang. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good thing. And, um, you know, then talking about, you know, we got an army of a thousand. We would have fucked you in the arse if, you weren't, uh, if we weren't friendly and all that. And, mm-hmm. yeah, them just instantly going in and taking control of the situation and that was good i've sort of seen a bit of competency in david cross in this moment he just kind of seemed like more or less a bastard yeah braun who's just like hey motivate me with money dick yeah <laughs> yeah but I, I do like your mention of um you know say what again effectively yeah <laughs> uh, because they are very kind of um jules and vince vega hey, jules and vince in that moment yeah I just saw them coming up over the hill and it's like, ah, oh, it's time for the Jamie and Braun buddy yep, comedy. Just start playing Little Green Bag in the background. Do 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 Yeah, that works. And uh that we also get our only real piece of cock talk in this one. What's that? It's this, it's cock talk. Yeah. It's basically uh when Jamie's like so it turns to Braun is like, well, you have the best military instincts of anyone in this army. And he goes, Oh, well that's like being told you have the biggest cock in anyone in the unsullied. The Unsullied are Unix. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that closes the the zip on cock talk. That does. That's all the cock talk we got. Mm. Uh, No, I think I'm going to land my MVP on Maisie Williams, Arya Stark, after getting shanked heavily. Oh, yeah. Because it's a great... In an episode where a lot of people are being confident, big and going in, you know, Sans has a good little face-off when they're trying to recruit men and, you know... Uh, Lady Mormon has a bunch of good stuff and everyone's got the kind of a, like a boss moment but she's you know s- starts off with like a boss moment of I'd like to book passage to Westeros here's a bunch of gold and here's a bunch more gold and I've snatched them both back when you weren't looking and I'll see you tomorrow and that's when we're leaving yeah but then just gets you know surprise shanked by a bobcat girl mm. and uh, just her walking through the streets bleeding and freezing cold and not knowing what to do or who to trust and that vulnerability I think was a really good play Oh, but I know it's one of these moments where you got to, you know, give the thing a little bit of artistic license, but seriously, everybody was just like, uh, that looks odd, but I'm going to continue on my way. It's like, <laughs> I'm not going to worry about this stabbed person. I don't know. Maybe that's their thing in Bravos. So you yeah. see someone who's been stabbed. You're Because like, we were talking about before when she falls down the stairs and everyone's just like, oh, my cabbages. Yeah. <laughs> they were clearly yeah, more concerned with the ca- fact that their cabbages had blood on them yeah. rather than the blood. Where the came. blood had come from. <laughs> yeah. But I had another one of these moments as well with the slaying of the religious people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The overly confident religious people got slayed. Big spri- uh, surprise. Yeah. Um. That how far away would have Sandy Klingas been? Like, yeah, they killed the entire population insanely quickly. <laughs> it's yeah, like, he hears a couple of screams and he gets there, and then everyone's already dead, and E. McShane's already hung, and it's like, yeah, how far away were you? <laughs> yeah, no, I did, I didn't buy it, especially because they used that scene before setting up. I mean, he's still, oh, I'm keeping my distance, my face is callous, all that, not as callous as my heart, rah, uh, but. Like, I can't imagine he would have ventured off that far. Like, yeah. Or at the very least, having come back from, like, fishing or something, and everyone's already dead, and there's not even any screaming. It all just happened when he was gone. Yeah. You know, to have him within earshot of a scream, and then not able to get there, and everyone's already dead, and he, the guys have already cleared off. That's, that's And a lot of them were shot with arrows. That takes time. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that's the other thing I was thinking. These guys... One, they didn't look like stealthy killers, and mm-hmm. two, this didn't look like an environment where you could be super stealthy with. Yeah. Like, they seemed like a very tight-knit community. They also left a bunch of food lying around, lazy bastards. I know it's on the ground and covered in blood, but hey. It's like they're only valuable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all they got. Yeah. 
and that it took away from the actual violence by giving us implied violence in an episode that really could have used some fucking violence. Well, hey, now, we did have very little violence, but you know what we got a lot of? Nudity! Nudity! Question three! Ah, so it's a little quick stop off with uh, Yara and... Theon? There we are, thanks. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I wrote it down because I never remember and I just don't want to keep calling him cockless. It doesn't feel nice. Yeah, it's very mean. <laughs> yeah, Yara and Theon who have this little stop off on their getting away from their Uncle Euron bit and there's just, it's just a titty bar, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I wrote down, I, I started to try and come up with different versions of it. So first it was beer and boobs, then ale and ass, oh. then tipple and nipples, then jugs <laughs> and also jugs. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Damn it. I wish I had a t- time to come up with some of my own. Uh, I did take all the obvious ones. Although <laughs> I'm quite chuffed with tipple and nipples. Yeah. Oh, no, that <laughs> sounds delicious. I yeah. want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's just boobs all around. And, it, you know, it's got a good moment between Yara and Theon where, you know, she's all like, you're such like a whipped dog now and you're still behaving like that. We're, you know, trying to get out here and survive and live. And why, why do that if you're not going to live and perk up a little bit? So drink this ale and I'm going to go fuck the tits off that girl. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, super like head on and the peer pressure. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, true, true. But uh, he was being a total buzzkill. Like, okay, fair. He's He doesn't have a dog to enjoy anything with. But you can still drink. You can yeah. have a good time. You can... Whatever it else it is people do in bars without karaoke. I don't know. <laughs> he could invent karaoke. <laughs> he, he could engage at least in conversation. You know, these women, you know, they, they are more than just hits. Just yeah. open up. Find S- out what makes them tick. Stimulate your mind. Mm. If you can't... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> poor, poor Theon. <laughs> Have a tipple and a quibble. Uh, but yeah, that also does it for nudity. So we'll pack yep. that question up. Um, any other moments of violence? No, just are oh, you being stabbed, honestly? Yeah. yeah. Oh, again, the, there was a fight that uh, so Davos was trying to break up, but we didn't actually see that fight play out. Because oh. why did this episode need to be violent? <laughs> well, it's all about the unrest in the camp and they need to get their shit together. But yeah, fair. Yep. There was uh, not a lot to get. Just wanted to see a can't get punched. <laughs> doing this chronologically, it's all the build to the Battle of the Bastards and uh, doing it, you know, in arguably the more correct reverse order <laughs> uh, is, you know, sometimes those those swells don't work because you're going downhill rather than up. I'm sure there's someone also campaigning for the machete order of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, could be. <laughs> hey, we could get to the end of this and be like, look, everyone has their complaints about season eight. Watch it backwards. It makes so much more sense. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't know where we're going to end up on this one. Could be anything. Uh, okay. Man, do you have any other notes? I've got I'm no- getting low. <laughs> I'm, I've got no memeable moments. Got, I've got like a little little bits and pieces. What are my other like a boss moments? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So- Davos, which we found out in this one, is uh, Sir Davos of House Seaworth, is also like a boss when he's all like, you know, uh, Lady Mamon's like, I don't want to join this fight. Why should I do it? And he's mm. all like, well, you know, it's it's everyone's fight. And, nah, nah, nah. and I'm a lot like you because neither of us really expected to be in this situation. And despite her constantly acting like a boss, he yeah, it's, it, that seems to get through to her. It's like, yeah, fair. You were not expecting to be here. Sure, you're good at it. But yeah. it's uh, still a lot of pressure to put on anyone. Mm. So, you know, nice little humanizing moment between uh, sub-characters. That's always good. And uh, great, you know, I know these two cunts haven't said the right things, but let me talk now. I am Davos, and I say things well. Ah, (laughs) Sir Davos for the win! And Bear Island Curse like, okay, Okay. 62. What you did there. Yeah, you could have (laughs) 62 men, and they're like, ah, thanks, but... Could you put a zero <laughs> behind that? Maybe. <laughs> no. Okay. Thanks. Mm. Bye. 
also on Jamie acting like a boss, he did have a bit where he walked up to the Blackfish, and I just wanted him to say, like, look, surrender, or you'll be killed off screen, and it'll be disappointing. <laughs> but that's only because we know what happens, so fine. Man, what's with all the off-screen moments in this season? Like, mm. I want to start... Next episode, I want to start seeing some shit. Game, games of on-screen. <laughs> yeah. All on-screen, all the time. Nothing implied. Don't make me figure shit out. No. Just, <laughs> just tell me by showing everything. Yes. All right, I'm on board. Uh, there's a bit that you won't get, but there's a guy who's all like, I slit your, your niece's throat and I'll kill this guy as well. I'm like, is he the guy who killed Catelyn? I'm curious now. I'm going to want to check that out. And then does anything specific happen to him? Because I don't think it does. Hmm. So sometimes bastards just get away with it. And sometimes they get played by Ian McShane and then hung. So, yeah. We should all be so lucky. <laughs> yep. It's a nice little showdown between Sass Queen and Cersei. Oh, yeah. That was some good fun. Yeah, like, um... Loved how she was just like, uh, Sassy Queen was just cutting right through Cersei's bullshit as well. Mm-hmm. So like, a, I wonder if you're the worst person I've ever <laughs> met. It's hard to remember, but the truly awful people do really stick out. It's like, burn, 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 burn. Yeah. There was the scene where the guy from House Glover kept saying no, and I kept getting distracted because I thought of their emblem as the Glover from Glover, the video oh, game. Well, that's a deep cut. <laughs> Glover 64. Look it up now. It's pretty bad. Really? I remember liking it when uh, I rented it. I, I don't know. I never actually played it. I think it's pretty average. I don't think a lot of 64 games hold up. <laughs> but hey, props to coming up with the ingenuity of having a glove be a mascot and it picks up balls and it rolls around and it throws it. And that's, that's something. That's some creativity <laughs> there. Props. Yeah. In the world of um, 3D platformers that were bloated in the mid-late 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have some good kind of subtlety from the High Sparrow who's all like, oh, you've done so well, Marjorie. If only your grandmother would follow. Yes, you know, I'm, she's ooh, quite the sinner there. And I do worry about her safety of both her soul and her body. Maybe we're going to mess her up too. Mm. Little subtext there. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't mess with Sass Queen. <laughs> That's like my number one rule right now. Actually, yeah, in that moment where Sass, Queen, and Cersei were going up against, you're going to kill thousands of people all by yourself. Just you. (laughs) (laughs) You and what high explosive? Yeah. (laughs) With a bunch of green explosions? (laughs) I'd like to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Bring down the entire sept, will you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Again, yeah, the moments of fucking uh, foreshadowing the impending doom in this one. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah, lots of foreshadowing, but to us, that's backshadowing. So, although I've never really mm. decided if backshadowing is the things that will happen that already have happened for us, or the things that will happen for us that have already happened for the show, it could be both. I guess it's all whatever it is we want to refer to. It's backshadowing. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I think that my last note is going to be one of the Hounds classic lines of uh, when E. McShane is all like, "Ah, oh, you know." You could have died. I found you and there was a bone poking through your leg and you were gangrenous and there were oh, bugs yeah. crawling on you and you looked entirely dead and I was going to bury you, but uh, you were still alive and I thought you were going to die on the way back, but you didn't and the gods aren't done with you. You must be alive for a reason. He goes, as a reason, I'm a big fella. It's, I'm hard to kill. Yeah. <laughs> Comes from classic hound right there. Again, just still being his hard hound self and giving the line that he needs to, but not being a total right cunt about yeah, yeah. it. Just being a real hard b- 
bastard about it. Yeah, but I loved that moment with yeah Ian McShane like updating the story for me, so I wasn't so confused. <laughs> All right, Elliot, I'm gonna bring you up to speed. He was dying in a ditch and decided to take him home, but we stopped off for a little cup of tea and yeah, just that story again, but with like every conceivable detail. Yeah. <laughs> and on that first night, we gave you some soup, and there were some lentils in that soup. And you said, "I don't fucking like lentils," and you're like, "Well, that's all we've got." You go, then you ate it anyway. <laughs> and then we had a nice day. It was kind of sunny, but then it drizzled a bit in the afternoon, and we picked flowers. You're like, "I don't like picking flowers." <laughs> just go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. See, yeah. there's your your version of the show where they don't cut anything, where they show don't tell everything. <laughs> it's just one big sermon by Ian McShane. Yeah, that the hound's six month recovery is just there on screen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a flashback now. Ooh, remember all that. Yay. <laughs> and yeah, my only other note is uh, why in that town that I is at if they got an Iron Giant? Uh, yeah, well, it's, you know, kind of like the Colossus of Rhodes. I'm pretty sure there's a joke about being able to see its dong when you go underneath. I can't remember. I'm sure it's there somewhere. Someone <laughs> has made that joke. So that'll be in a future episode of Cock Talk. Yeah. Or Stone Cock Talk. Giant? Oh, it's stone? <laughs> I don't know. Giant Stone Cock Talk? I mean, it's not, like, titanium. It's not the Iron Giant itself. It's a statue, but, you know. I'm now curious if the Colossus of Rhodes was real. I'm assuming it can't have been, but I don't know. Would a history book lie? <laughs> Would Wikipedia, because that's what I'll use. <laughs> All right. Well, man, that puts me out of my notes. How about I'm you? I'm gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was a quick one, but hey, <laughs> that just happens sometimes. Uh, yeah. Well, final question. How did we get here? Again, like Ian McShane filled in a lot of details for me. Like, so I do know that he, Sandy Klingon, um, Braun the Hound, um, mm-hmm. Hound, not Braun. Ah, right, cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's something that I found out about Braun. Um, he was in Black Mirror as well. Yeah. That trolling episode with the kid from the end of the fucking world. Ah, oh, right. Isn't that one? Yeah, yeah. He's the old guy that picks him up and the birthday cake. And I know I recognize that guy. I just didn't think it was Braun. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, uh, how do we get here? So Sandy Klingast gets beat up by a woman, which I've gotten indications that Arya had something to do with. Maybe. So we got a bit of that, and we've got a bit of her escaping from the house of salad of fingers or... <laughs> the what? house of bob cuts. Yeah. <laughs> the creepy assassination army, which, yeah, teaches you how to lurk and talk weird. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my one gripe is in their assassination techniques is uh, how to give away your surprise and not have a killing blow. Because <laughs> she's all like, pretty girl, and turns around, it's an old woman, then sl- there's a slash across her. It's yeah. like, no, no, slash throat, or just stab gut a bunch. Don't, what are you doing? Maybe the lesson is, you know, almost killing her is the lesson. I don't know. She savored the fucking kill, man. You no. never savor it. You just go for it. Yeah. Stupid. Bastard. Stupid, stupid bastard. Uh, like an end of the fucking world season two. But anyway, um, I is escaping from that. I'm going to predict I don't see the Hound for five episodes. Don't remember, but we'll find out. <laughs> and Jon Snow and everybody's continuing on planning with their bullshit, so we'll see more of that planning out. They've planned their bullshit now, so I don't know what's before. It's pre-planning bullshit. What comes before the planning? <laughs> planning to plan. Yeah, so they're trying to organise a day that him, Davos, and Sansa can all get together, and mm-hmm. they're having trouble like uh, that. It is so organised, to you know, so hard to organise humans. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, so I'm ready Tuesday. No, I can't do Tuesday. Ah, oh, PTA meeting, right, right. Yep. Okay, what about Wednesday? Evening or more day? Uh, d- evening? No, I can't do it. Oh. 
Oh, there was no Daenerys in this episode. Nope. So, I don't know. She's gone out flower shopping with the dragons. <laughs> we can believe it, because remember, you know, last episode, they were like, oh, she's back now. And was like, I kind of remember where she was, but I might be wrong. But uh, hey, flower shopping is as good as answer as any. <laughs> that's funny. Anytime a character returns from a long absence, but not like that's going to have so like little impact on like, me. Like, <gasps> they're back. You'll be like, I know them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I haven't missed them at all. Why does everybody miss them? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's this is the life we've chosen. Yep. All right, well, that wraps us up. That's you, Adam Oates. That's me, Adam Oates. That's been Elliot J. O'Neill. Latest. I've been BT Calloway, and for now, our watch has ended. the new twister we came up with Halle Berry's Harry Belly that's the one Halle Berry's Harry Belly Halle Berry's Harry Belly Halle Berry's Harry Belly <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>